Today is the day we have Chargers and Cowboys on Monday Night Football in primetime. Justin Herbert has to show up if the Chargers want to pull off the win. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. And we've been covering the Chargers together now for eight seasons, but this is our sixth year as the host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys, as always, for making us your first listen today. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe or follow for free on the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and listen wherever you get your podcast from. David, what do we got today? Today, Daniel, the Chargers are going to take on the Cowboys to start their slate of prime time games. So we are going to tell you how the Chargers are going to have to win on offense, on defense, and we're going to give you our bold and game predictions. Absolutely. And I think even though the Cowboys just got smoked by the 49ers, this is a tough game and a lot of things are going to have to go right for the Chargers, especially with someone like Josh Palmer ending up on the injury report. Some things have changed, and the Chargers need these things to go right to pull off the win. But today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute ticket, lowest price guaranteed. David, to me, in this game, going up against a Cowboys defense that I think is probably going to be underrated going into this one just because they gave up 42 points against the 49ers. And, I mean, a lot of... That was just based on the Cowboys offense not being able to do anything and setting the Niners up in some pretty good positions. But yep, <laughs> primetime Justin Herbert is a thing for a reason, right? We've never yeah. really seen him just not show up for a game outside of, you know, one injured game against the Broncos last season. It seems like when the bright lights are on, Justin Herbert comes to play. And it feels like the only way to me that they win this game is with him having a good game. Like, I don't think he wins this game with the line he put up last week. I think he has to go out there and ball out tonight. Yep, Justin Herbert definitely shows up when the lights are on brightest. He's a guy that is set up for the main stage. He is a guy that should be featured. That's why the NFL has put the Chargers in so many primetime games this year because the Chargers have a young quarterback like Justin Herbert who has excelled in primetime. Games like the Steelers, games like the Miami Dolphins. Justin Herbert has absolutely showed up, and I think one of the big things for me, Daniel, is Justin Herbert has to play a clean game. That's part of... Huge. having primetime Herbert show up and the stats back that up when the Cowboys win the turnover battle they win they they win games when they lose the turnover battle they lose they have yeah. five turnovers in the two games that they've lost this year so the Chargers need to make sure that they protect the football and a big part of that is Justin Herbert yeah and I think when you look at the Dallas defense right and you look at the games that the Cowboys have won the three games they've won right as opposed to the two games they've lost I mean, one of them's four turnovers, one of them's three takeaways, another one's yep. three takeaways, two defensive touchdowns in one game, another defensive touchdown in another game. I mean, if you look at the games they've won, they've you had as many defensive touchdowns as they've had wins, right? So if yep. you set them up, if you give them crazy good field position like what happened against the Jets, even without the defensive touchdowns, it was just three trips that they had on the opposing side of the field where you're starting your drive inside the 50-yard line. Like, that is going to absolutely massacre your defense right you're not putting your defense in a good spot and the defense needs all the help it can get but yeah having him play a clean game is huge and i want to see justin herbert use his legs in this one i obviously got to take care of the left index finger left middle finger that's fractured but the cowboys have given up at least 36 rushing yards to three different quarterbacks that they played this season 
And it doesn't seem like a lot, but it would also be Justin Herbert's best rushing performance this season if he was to eclipse that number, you know. So I think Justin Herbert using his legs, especially in a game where he's probably going to be running around a little bit with a ferocious pass rush coming at him, I think that's going to be a very good thing. But also, Justin Herbert's going to have to do it without two of his top three receivers, potentially, production-wise, because Josh Palmer just popped up on Sunday with a groin injury after not being on the injury report the entire week. David, what other keys are you looking for for this offense to get a win, find a way to make, you know, make some things happen against what is, to me, a really good defense? Yeah, so being a little bit underhanded in the wide receiver room leads me to believe that another position group needs to step up. So that leads me to the tight end room. The Chargers absolutely need to get the tight ends involved more so in the passing game. And the San Francisco 49ers found George Kittle in the end zone three times yeah. uh, against the Dallas Cowboys the last time that they played. And so I want to see all of the pass catching tight ends get involved. I want to see Stone Smart get opportunities. I want to see Donald Parham not just in the red zone. I want to see him getting the ball down the down the football field and especially Gerald Everett. I think Gerald Everett has been waiting for that game to where he gets a little bit more featured. I think now with the the you know the limited limited amount of weapons that the Chargers are going to have available to them as far as patch, pass catchers are concerned, Gerald Everett needs to be more featured in this ball game. He's a guy that can definitely move the needle for the Chargers offense. Yeah, I mean, the, Cow the Cowboys defense gave up three receptions, two tight ends against the 49ers, and it was three catches, three touchdowns for George Kittle. Uh, I, I think you could say the same thing, David, and, and maybe going back to that, a lot more two tight end sets, right? And especially yeah. against a Cowboys linebacking core that has had a ton of injuries, right? Their two best linebackers are not going to play in this game. They've signing guys off the street at this point at their linebacker position. You want to test those tight ends. Can test Big those. red target. Absolutely. Austin Eckler coming back could definitely test those too. But I think when you're talking about guys stepping up like tight ends, I think the young guys for the Chargers in that wide receiver room have to step up, right? Yeah. Josh Palmer, if he can't go, now Quentin Johnson's wide receiver two, Darius Davis is wide receiver three. Yeah. Like that, that's a totally different look than we've seen at all this season. We haven't seen that, right? And Darius Davis has been good in limited opportunities. Quentin Johnson has to step up in this game. Yeah. They need him to because he is wide receiver two going into it. Maybe they bring up Ke Keelan Doss. Right, that could be someone that got a lot of experience. Also a bigger guy, you know, 6'2 plus at the position. They could play outside, whereas Darius Davis is more stuck in the slot. But David, these young guys are going to have to step up in this game without potentially Josh Palmer and already missing Mike Williams. Yeah, I mean, I think I like the way that they've utilized Darius Davis, at least getting him more involved in the offense. I mean, the, the, the fact of the matter is he's one of the fastest guys on the team on, and on the field at any given point. When he's yeah. on the field, he's one of the more dynamic athletes on the field. So the Chargers need to orchestrate more opportunities to get the ball in his hands to let him work. And, of course, Quentin Johnston has to get more targets. 11 targets through four games, it's not enough. It's just simply yeah. not enough. It's impossible for any receiver to kind of get into the game, get into the rhythm if they're not getting those opportunities. But it's also about using Quentin Johnston the right way. He should be the guy getting the, the wide receiver screens. He should always be that guy. He needs to have blockers in front of him, let him work in the open space. I want to see more slants. I want to see more drag routes. I want to see some more runways set up for Quentin Johnston to use that athleticism and turn into that running back when he has the ball in his hand. You have to get the rookie going. Now is the time. There is no more time to waste. You Hopefully they use the bye week to be able to feature Quentin Johnston in the way that he needs to be featured. Yeah, and I think he will get, you know, six, seven targets at least in this game, I hope, right? And I yes, think that other please. play you've seen from Mike Williams in the past where, hey, roll out to the right, have a post going across the other way and just let yeah. him fully open up the, that, those, you know, long legs and be able to hit that maximum speed. 
I think there's definitely something there, and he can run away from people if you get him in those situations. So, David, anything else you're looking for for this offense who has a big test coming up against a very good Dallas defense? Yeah, I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but I'm going to bring it up again. It's just unleash Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler has missed three games, you know, has not been here since the the Miami game, which is the first game of the season, and the Chargers have not been able to run the ball at all. I mean, 2.9 yards versus Tennessee, 2.0 yards versus Minnesota, 2.8 yards versus the Raiders, and Austin Eckler is a huge part of this Chargers rushing game. I mean, 117 yards on 16 carries, 7.3 yards per carry against the Miami Dolphins. The only also, game he's played, yeah. Yeah, the only game he's played, but also you know what he does as a pass catcher. So I think that you know going up against the linebackers that are getting signed off the street, that's a huge mismatch in the Chargers' favor. And also what he brings as a pass protector, giving yeah. Justin Herbert a little bit extra time, and we all know what he does in the red zone. He scores touchdowns, so it's going to help tremendously. Getting Austin Eckler, who by all accounts is healthy, all uh, involved in the game plan and utilized to his maximum capacity. Yeah, we've, we've missed seeing Austin Eckler, and that would be a big part of how they incorporate him back into this. But a big thing about the running game that doesn't get attributed enough is the offensive line, and the Chargers' yeah. offensive line has to step up in this. You can't let Micah Parsons turn this game over, right, and just take over. Yeah, you got to chip him. You got to abuse Lawrence. him. Absolutely. Well, they're going to move him around and have him rush inside. Like, the interior has to be good. They have to be able to pass off these protections when it calls for it. It's going to be a huge part of this game, keeping Justin Herbert clean. He's going to have to do a little bit on his own and create some magic on his own when it does get there, but they have to do the best they can to keep him clean in this game and give this offense a chance. But the Chargers defense, can they keep this Dallas offense down? This Dallas offense hasn't been as good as the numbers would probably suggest. Can they rattle Dak? Can they get home against him? We're going to talk about that coming up after this. First of all, I do need to tell you guys, if you want to go to this game, that's still an option. Primetime game, SoFi Stadium, Monday night football. And if you do, you should get your tickets with game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. And game time is the fast and easiest way to buy all the tickets for your sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Near you. I already checked it. I already looked at it. And I mean, there's a lot of seats still available for this Monday night football game. If you want to, you can save $20. But just by using the game time app, if you want to go to the game, tonight plus the game time guarantee means you always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference that is a place that is willing to save you some money so the other great thing about it is you can get images of your seats you know where you're sitting you know what the view is going to be so make sure you guys download the game time app create an account and use code lockdown nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase you can do that tonight terms apply but again create an account redeem the code lockdown nfl for 20 dollars off Tonight for this game, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I also need to tell you guys something else you could be playing with tonight. And that is prize picks on Monday Night Football. And there's a lot of prize picks projections you could still go on tonight if you guys are trying to win some money. And first, I need to tell you guys that prize picks first is the best daily fantasy you're going to find with prize picks. All you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. The more entries you hit, the more you can win. And if you win, six if you hit on six you can win 25 times your money plus they have great promotions going on all the time for you to help you win and help you win more my favorite though taco tuesday i mean i'm a san diego guy through and through tacos you say taco anything i'm there but now imagine that you get 25 percent 
better value on the projections that you're selecting. So you can go with the CD Lamb receiving yards tonight, 69 and a half. You go with Justin Herbert, more or less than 283 and a half passing yards. Or you could even go Keenan Allen in CD Lamb's combined production of 156 and a half receiving yards on Monday Night Football. So go to pricepicks.com slash lockdown NFL and use the code lockdown NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash lockdown NFL. Promo code lockdown NFL for that deposit match up to $100. Price picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, David. Well, I think, you know, we put a lot of pressure on this Chargers offense because we still at this point in the season don't really trust the defense. But to me, going into a game against an offense that really hasn't been great, right? Like Dak was good against the Jets. Like he's had some good games, but the defense has set up a lot of what this team's offensive success is for the Cowboys. And then there's two games where the Cowboys offense just looked straight up bad, right? And it's Dak throwing interceptions and things getting off the rail for them and getting blown out in a couple of games. And that's what the Chargers need to have happen, right? Because I think Dak can be rattled, and I think rattling him has to be high up on the priority list for this Chargers defense. Absolutely, he can be rattled. There's no question about it. And the person that you need to go after to rattle him the most is right tackle Terrence Steele. Terrence Steele has given up two sacks, five QB hits, and 14 pressures according to pff so he is definitely the weakest point of that dallas cowboys offensive line and so that definitely should be a place where you should be trying to send a ton of pressure try to mix up the rushers on him try to see who has the best matchup but that's who you want to target to get after Dak. yeah and the chargers we'll see what their pass rush unit looks like right because joey bosa questionable still as we're recording this right now don't know if he's going to play. But, yeah, I mean, if you want to throw Khalil Mack and Tuli Tulipolotu over there, that's going to create problems for them. The problem is is the Cowboys' offensive line, of course, is getting about as healthy as it's been all year. But yeah. the Chargers, if they have a strength defensively, it's pass rush, right? Yeah. They have the second most sacks in the league per game so far this season. They've even been even better. They've averaged four sacks a game, but over the last three games, 5.3 sacks per game. And they've won two of those games. That's not a coincidence, coincidence? To me. I think yeah. not. Yeah, But where else are you looking at, David, for this Chargers defense to find ways to really keep down an offense that hasn't been all that great so far? Yeah, so, I mean, this this offense, what they like to call, I guess, the, the Texas Coast offense is, is really just a, a ripoff of the West Coast offense, which is a ton of quick passes. The quick passing game, they want to try to stay ahead of the sticks, so it's very vitally important that the Chargers defenders tackle in space they are going to be stressed a lot in this football game over half of Dak's passing yards have been yards after the catch so they're going to try to get the ball out of his hands quickly they're going to try to get it to cd lamb they're going to try to get it to Gallup. they're going to try to get it in their hands quick so they can kind of stem and slow down that pass rush and not get into third and longs the cowboys are fantastic on third downs so the chargers need to do everything they can to make sure when they get to third down that they're in third and long and I think it's about creating as many of those thirds down as you can, right? Because if you're yeah. in a 60% quit, but you're sitting at, you know, five third downs every drive at t- before you're getting points. Yeah. I mean, the numbers are in your favor. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think the big thing there is just this Cowboys offense has not been able to properly introduce Brandon Cooks into this offense, who is a no. prized free agent acquisition. Michael Gallup looks like a shell of his himself. You know, even yeah. CeeDee Lamb hasn't had a bunch of big games so far and this dis- season. And he's disgruntled, too. Very upset. Yeah, like I mean, not, I think the last having a four good games, he has four catches or less, and, and three yeah. out of four of them. Like, I mean, he hasn't been able to really look like a number one receiver at points, and I just don't want the Chargers defense to make it look easy. So if you give yeah. them that quick passing game, especially on first down, you know, like if they want to go to it a lot, 
you have to pick your times to say, hey, jump these routes. Like, yeah. you know where it's going. You know third and four, they're running stick, just like Joe Lombardi would do, right? Yeah. Jump in front of something. And that's where Asante Samuel Jr. comes in, right? There's guys the Chargers have that can make those plays, but they need the linebackers to get more involved, too. Yeah. I think, for me, forcing some stops in the red zone. Mm. Cowboys are not a good red zone team. They're no, not, not a good red zone offense, and a lot of people no. are attributing that to Kellen Moore being with the Chargers now. And the numbers would back that up because the Chargers have been a very good red zone offense. The Cowboys have not. They've ranked 20 eighth in red zone touchdown percentage this season really over bad. the last three games they've only scored touchdowns on 22 percent of the drives where they've made it into the red zone and yeah. when you're looking at games like this david against good teams that's how you win yeah. right you steal those four points mike mccarthy is not a, an aggressive coach at, at all. all he is he the definition the of an old school coach yes. every time he will take yeah. the easy decision fourth and one from the five he's taking that he's, easy kick, decision. Yeah, he's kicking he's it. kicking the field goal every time and that's four points a pop right yeah. so like if you look at how the Chargers have won their last two games, how did they win? Two gigantic nope. red aggressive. zone stops. Yeah. Two gigantic stops in the red zone where they're yeah. forcing turnovers and there's no gut punch like a turnover in the red zone. Oh, it is yeah. totally brutal. You're right. And that is, to me, what could end up deciding this one. I think the Chargers red zone defense has been pretty good so far this year, allowing a touchdown 50% clip. They're kind of, you know, top 12, 13 in the league. That'll be a big part of this game to me. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you touched on one thing that I'm going to bring up again is just turnovers. Get turnovers. You get turnovers, then you win against the Cowboys. It's it's massive. The Chargers need to make sure, especially over the middle of the football field, Dak, I mean, especially when he works off off script, um, I think he's a little bit more successful than yeah. when he is on when he's on script. I think, you know, he 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 he. Uh, he He's definitely someone who is going to put the ball in harm's way. So the Chargers need to yeah. be there to capitalize on that, not just get those interceptions, not just get those turnovers, turn those turnovers into touchdowns for them. That has yeah. to happen. That has to be part of the game plan. Also, you got to know that they're going to run the football. They are going to run the football at all times, no matter if it's a passing situation, running situation, if it's obvious or not. If they're behind, it doesn't matter. They're going to run the football, and they're going to run the ball over the middle primarily, in between the tackles. 48 of their 81 rushing attempts this year have been in between the tackles. The Cowboys want to control the, the ball. They want to control the clock. They want to keep that Chargers offense on the sideline. So don't let them and expect that they're going to try to run the ball at you. You got to stop them. You got to bring the ball carrier down. Yeah, and I think you just need a certain level of physicality going yeah. into this game defensively because if you let them maul you, they will maul you. Yeah. Right? Like Mike McCarthy will stick to the run. Even the games they've been blown out, they'll yeah. still run. And I think it's rallying to the football. I think it's, you know, not missing the tackles that turn normal plays into big plays. Yeah. Right? And forcing as many third downs as you can instead of letting him get that extra three yards or ten yeah, yards. Third and longs. And yeah, I mean, it's just one of the Raiders' only good drives, the Chargers didn't force a third down. Like, it can't be like that. And yeah. they got mauled on that drive. The Cowboys will do that to you. If you let them, their offensive Absolutely. line is getting healthy. You need to be physical and make those tackles. My last thing, I want Derwin James to be Derwin James, right? Yes. Like, there's been a lot of talk about Derwin James in this defense and what he Be the superstar that defense. you are. Yeah, be the all-pro we know that you've already been, right? Like, And I think the big thing here is Raheem Lane and Dean Marlowe, both guys who are going to play big roles in this game defensively, have shown yeah. they can be trusted on the back end. So I this agree. should free up, free up Derwin James because you're not worried about what's behind him. You no. think you can trust those guys back there to work the disguises, even if Derwin James is playing in the star or playing yeah. linebacker. 
Go be that guy. Affect the game at all three levels. Yeah. Be good as a passer. Go be a game wrecker. Be good in run defense. Be good in coverage. We know he is a top-level guy at all three of those things, right? And a couple of bad penalties, you know, this season have kind of made it seem like he's not the player that we know he is. A couple missed tackles make it seem like he's not the player. Go remind everybody who you are. Dak has five interceptions in five games. Everyone wanted to blame Kellen Moore for that last season when he missed five games and still led the league in interceptions. I mean, this one, this year he has a pick per game. So, I mean, it hasn't really slowed down much. He's on pace for 17. Go get one, Derwin. That's what I'm looking for. Go be that dude. Remind everybody who you are, like David said. But it's time to put our money where our mouths are. We have to get into our bold and game predictions. Can I pick the Chargers to win this game? In good faith. Prime time. Playing a good team. They haven't been able to pull these off. Will we be able to say they will this week? We're going to get into that coming up right after this. First thing, though, I need to tell you guys about is LinkedIn jobs. For my wife, she looks at LinkedIn the way that I look at Justin Herbert. And these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager. For your small business, you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs because LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Super easy to make a job post. My wife, I had her actually show me how to do it so I could see how quick it was, and it was a blur. I'm going to give her some credit, too, for, you know, her technical ingenuity, but she she loves LinkedIn jobs. She lights up when she talks about LinkedIn jobs. And if you're trying to f- finish this year the right way and get the right person to not only help you finish out this year, but to help you going forward and be the right fit for you going forward, LinkedIn jobs is the place to go. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster and for free. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. David, one of the best parts of the week is getting into our bold and game predictions. And I want to start with the bold predictions. But first, I do need to tell you guys about something really cool that Locked On has going on. That is the Locked On NFL kickoff live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel with hosts Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs, who will break down every game on the NFL slate and get you ready for your team's matchup, what fantasy players you should pick, who they think is going to win, and everything, and also just the inside of all the Locked On experts. We have a show for every team. We have experts on every team. It's a great show you guys should definitely check out. Live every Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel, including ours. Bonus episodes, as you would say. But, David, let's get into our bold predictions here. Let's get crazy. Let's get bold. Something you don't think offensively should happen that you think will happen against the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Yeah, so one person I want to see highly involved in the game plan, I touched on it earlier, is Gerald Everett. I feel like we've been waiting for the Gerald Everett breakout game, and it's been a while. I mean, I I know the ability is there. I I mean, I love the way he plays the game. Even when he's had his opportunities this season, you like what he does with it. it. When he gets it, you like it. You know, it's never bad. He's, he's a fun football player to watch. I mean, it just seems like a throwback. I mean, I feel like you can put Gerald Everett in any kind of, of era of football, and this guy is going to be able to make plays. I just love his athleticism, and I love that mean strength and that nastiness that he brings to the table. So, for me, I got Gerald Everett going eight catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown. That's what I want to see for Gerald Everett. That's my bold prediction. I would love it, man, and it feels like he could get that every game, right? It, it feels yeah. like if they gave him the targets, he could be that guy. And, I mean, I, I don't know if it's the separation not getting open enough. It just feels like he's never featured enough. Maybe with a more tight end, two tight end set, you know, this week. I think if you go more two, runs, two tight end sets this week, it minimizes what you don't have at wide receiver, right? Because yes. you probably have two receivers on the field in those situations. It helps you in the running game. And it helps someone like Gerald Everett, right, be able to get more mismatches and be able to use him more deceptively to get him yeah. in open space. I like that. But 
there was one receiver, David, who came on this show and told us that a big game was coming soon. Do you remember yeah. who that was? I mean, I'm pretty sure it was Quentin Johnston. It was Quentin Johnston. Came on this show, and it was crazy because I wasn't sure how he'd take him when I wrote it. Like, I, I wasn't sure if he'd be like, you know, I, you just got to put your nose to the grindstone and everything will happen in time. Like, no, it wasn't that at all. It was like, oh, yeah, no, it's coming. Like, yep. the big game for me is coming. The breakout game, like, he does not seem worried about it at all. He said yep. things are starting to click for him. He now has four games under his belt and a full two-week bye-week process, right, where you were able to get him more incorporated in the offense. I think Quentin Johnston shows himself to the country on Monday Night Football. I'm going six catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown for Quentin Johnston. I hope they give him the chance to do it because I think really, I mean, one of those, I'll even say, hey, 35-plus yard play, 35-yard touchdown, I'll even say, right? Because Let's I think go. if they give him those plays – in open space and give him a chance to run and do what he does best after the catch. There's no reason I don't think that Quentin Johnson could have that game. And you heard it. I mean, if you you listen to my interview with Quentin, this game is a little more personal for him. Not, like, he doesn't he has, have confidence. He's from either, Texas, right? right? Yeah. So he has family members that are Cowboys fans. And if you noticed, he wouldn't even say the Cowboys name. He just said there are there are people in my family that are fans of the other team. So yeah, you that was know funny. this is personal for Quentin. He wants to go out there and put on a big performance in front of his family and friends and make some family members angry. Yeah, I mean, those family reunions will never forget about it, right? If he's able Not to do all. this, he's going to have a chip he can bring up to any single one of those Cowboy fan family members. Yes. Where are you going defensively this week, David? Yeah, so defensively, my bold prediction is going to be uh, around one of the only players that the Chargers actually signed in free agency, oh. and that is linebacker Eric Kendricks. I think oh, Eric I Kendricks coming back healthy now. I think having a game under his belt where he was kind of limited snaps. I saw some good run, run diagnosis, uh, you know, situations for him in that game. Felt he like did a he lot was, in the passing game too. The yeah. way he bailed out and, and was stopping some of those middle of the field plays against the Raiders and stopping and being right where he knew Devontae Adams was going to go was. Yep. I think something I got majorly overlooked in that last game. Yeah, and and I think that's another reason why I am picking him to be my bold defensive bold prediction in this one because of the fact that I know the Cowboys are going to throw over the middle of the football field, yep. and I think Eric Hendricks is going to be there to capitalize on that. So I got Eric Hendricks with a big game. I'm going 10 tackles, two tackles for loss, and an interception of Dak Prescott. Yeah, I, I would love that. I mean, I think his – Impact has gone a little under the radar, and he's missed a couple games, too, and been injured. So it's been kind of hard to say how much he's brought to this defense so far. Yeah. But when you have a team, like the reason Cleo Mack got six sacks last week is because he had to wait just a second longer than he wanted to, Aiden O'Connell, that yeah. is, right? Had yeah. to wait. He took away that first read. If Eric Hendricks can take away that first read from Dak Prescott this week, that would be gigantic. Huge. I'm going with the guy I brought up and I said needed to step up. Derwin James filling up go. the stat sheet like we know that he can, right? I'm going to say 10 tackles, right? One sack, one interception, the triple crown in this game. Let's I think go. he can do it. I want to see it. And I think if he does that, the Chargers will have a great chance to win this one. But I agree. David, now it's time to say who actually is going to win this one. This is a gigantic game. Getting over 500 for the first time this season. Getting to 3-2 and two going into the game against the Kansas City Chiefs like – it's massive. It's important. It's brain steely showing that this team can beat good teams, and there's so many more of them on the schedule that yeah. they have to show they can beat good teams. And, David, I think they have to convince me. I'm not fully confident in the Chargers' defense in this one. We've only seen one game without Mike Williams, and the offense struggled against the Raiders' defense that isn't very good, and there was a bunch of reasons that went into that. But I can't pick them to do it. I, I can't. I can't. I have the Chargers 24, 
down potentially their top two wide receivers. Cowboys 28 in this one. I, I, I wish I could pick them to win. I, that's just that's what I think it's going how it's going to play out. Like I don't like I don't love the Dallas offense, but I think the Chargers defense has just made too many bad offenses look good for me to have enough faith in them. I, I understand it. I mean, this is going to be a tough challenge. I mean, this is a very talented defense, although it is a kind of injured defense that the Cowboys are bringing to town. But I feel like the Chargers offense are going to be able to protect the ball. I think that they're going to take some shots, and I think they're going to be more effective in the red zone with the return of Austin Eckler. So I was I was kind of cracking a smile because yeah. we have the same score, just oh. in the opposite direction. I have the Chargers winning this game 28-24. to 24. It's going to be a close game because that's all the Chargers play, but I have them taking home the victory on Monday Night Football. And I hope that happens because that will make the show we're doing tonight, the live show after this game on Monday Night Football, Chargers and Cowboys. A lot more enjoyable. So much better. So maybe less people can watch it will watch because sometimes that's how it goes. The Chargers win. We don't get as many people because people want to hear us yell at them after they lose. But find a way to bring it home, man. The Chargers can do it. Even missing the guys they're missing, even if Joey Bosa do doesn't play, they can do it. They're going to They do can it. do it. it. This Cowboys offense is not a special offense. No. They, this Cowboys defense has special defensive players. They have a special pass rush. If the Chargers can counteract that, if, they, if Kellen Moore comes in with the right plan, they can get this thing done. Do it. Prove us wrong. Kellen Moore revenge wrong. game, baby. Let's prove go. Prove me wrong. Run man. up the prove score. Me wrong. Like that's it. Go prove me wrong. I don't believe that you have what it takes to go win and beat good teams. Show me that I'm wrong, please. So we can have a better post game show tonight after this game because I don't want a sad post game show tonight. But make sure you guys are here for it by subscribing or following for free on the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and just following us on all of our social media. You can find the show every day on our Twitter at Lockdown LAC. My Twitter at Dan Talk Sports and David Drogmeyer's at Drotalk SD. You can also find us on at Lockdown Chargers on Instagram and our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page as well. It's Monday Night Football. Go get the job done. We will be back with you guys here tonight live on YouTube to break it all down. Either way, win or lose, but go find a way to get this thing done. But we will talk to you guys then. Until then, take it easy and go Bolts.